If you are over 40, over 50, or you're approaching either one, this episode is for you because I believe that so many women think that our health just goes downhill as we get older. And yes, there are things that change in our body, change in our life that make it harder to do things as we have done them. But as Amy talks about in this episode, that does not mean we need to suffer. And that does not mean that we can't live our healthiest, best life. And so I'm excited to bring Amy um, to talk with you and how she helps women be fit and vibrant um, and alive and healthy 40 plus and her journey in being a woman who's over 50 in that, but also all the different ways that she supports women and some really great tips on how you can really still be healthy and thrive and what areas to focus on at this age. Okay. So definitely check out Amy, check out all the resources, listen in. And then if you're looking for support in your health, whether you think it's like, okay, I want some mindset support, I want some habit support, or I would love to see how essential oils can help me in my 40, 50 plus years, or even now, please reach out. I would love to see how I could either support you as a coach in my, through my one-on-one work or as an essential oils mentor for you. And so you could either book a call in the show notes or please message me and we can figure out a time that works for you at Madewell Women on Instagram or Facebook. All right, enjoy the episode and I'll talk to you soon. Hey everyone, just wanted to send a reminder to you that if you are interested in getting started with essential oils this month, you can win up to three to four different free oils. And well, I think it's three oils. And so if you get started with the home um, home essentials kit from doTERRA, not only are you going to get the 10 top 10 oils that oh, everyone should have in their home and a diffuser, but you will also get the three tropical trio oils, sunny citrus, island mint, and citrus bliss. And so this is such a perfect promotion, such, such a great set of oils to get started with. But of course, you know, you'll get way more than that. You will get my support. You become a wholesale customer on my team. We'll have a one-on-one consult to really help you figure out how to use these oils well in your everyday life. You get access to my customer Facebook group and trainings and just all that you need to actually use oils in your daily life. All right. And so if you're interested in getting started, whether you're 40 plus or whether you're whoever you are, then this um, kit is for you. So make sure you sign up this month in May so that you can get those free oils. Okay, so I'm going to link it right in here. Reach out if you have any questions and I hope to support you. You're listening to the Made Well Women podcast and I am Brianna Wilkerson, your host. You know, for over half my life, I really had to pay attention to my relationship with food, um, with my body and with myself. As a young girl, I just started to find my worth in my weight and my work. And I really started to define my beauty, my body, and my value in all of those things. And that led to a very not healthy way of eating, not healthy way of taking care of myself. But when I started to realize that my worth was not in my weight and that healthy living did not have to be so depriving, but it could actually be joyful, that's when I found freedom and breakthrough. And it has been my mission ever since to help women do the same. So Made Well Women is about helping other women find peace with food, create healthy habits, and use essential oils confidently. So you're going to find solo episodes, you're going to find guest interviews from time to time, and really you're just going to find a space where I can talk to you from heart to heart, woman to woman, to really support you in creating uh, your version of food freedom, finding healthy habits that support you in your life, and using essential oils to support you along the way. And as I mentioned, I'm an essential oils lover and I'm an advocate with doTERRA, and I really want to help more and more women in homes use essential oils for your health and for women's health, their family and their homes. So I'm so glad you're here and so glad to support you. 
Before you go and listen to the episode, I want you to do a couple things. One, make sure you join the Madewell Women's Health community. This is a space where you can unpack these episodes and get support on your journey, as well as follow me on Instagram because I share all about behind the scenes of my own life there as well. All right, enjoy the episode and I can't wait to get to know you more and support you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited today to talk with Amy, who is going to talk with us all about basically just different health challenges that you may face in your 40s and 50s that people aren't necessarily bringing in and considering as factors when they're wanting to lose weight or any other health goal that they may have. So thank you so much for joining us today, Amy. Well, thanks for having me, Brianna. Yeah, it's been a while. We were trying to do this podcast for a while. We are finally here. Uh, But yeah, I really wanted to invite you on because I just feel like a lot of the women that I end up meeting or serving are in that age range. And obviously, I'm still in my 30s, so I have not been there yet. But I just thought it would be great to have someone who has been there and has helped women in, would you say, 20 plus years? You've helped women in different ways in their health to just have this conversation to help us think through you know, why it may be more challenging to reach certain health goals right now or different things that we may face. So uh, I would first love for you to start off by sharing your story um, of your health journey and what got you into this field. Right. Well, thanks. Well, well, I started when I was about 16. I walked into into the gym and I fell in love. And it hasn't stopped there. So I was, I'm, I'm a longtime fitness trainer here in Toronto, and that's my background for the last uh, 25 years, mostly training clients, mostly women in fitness. And really back then was, well, and still to this, to this day is really helping women lose weight, but, you know, in all different age brackets. And, you know, me and myself at the time was also, you know, younger and had different, um, different needs and whatnot in terms of uh, weight loss and feeling good. But um, I probably transitioned, I, I started thinking about transition about five years ago, and I did the official transition about three years ago. And my business is called Fit and Fierce Over 40. And I basically serve women over 40 to help lose weight without having to diet, because that was my biggest challenge. It was fighting the diet culture with all the clients I had over the years. And the reason why I decided to focus on women over 40 is because I, I myself is over 40. I'll be turning 53 this year. And I saw the struggles that women were having uh, um, you know, over 40 and one, one word basically says it all. And if you're over 40, you're going to get this hormones, <laughs> hormones. It's a real roller coaster ride. <laughs> and, um, and that's, and, and plus women over 40 have a tendency to have a little bit more time. You know, kids are more grown up, you know, empty nesters, perhaps. And a lot of my clients are over 50 as well. And uh, so they have more time to themselves and they want to put that focus back on themselves. So that's why I transitioned, uh, you know, into the more of a coaching role versus the fitness role. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. I remember starting to first really learn and dig into hormones, Um, just something I wanted to share about. And then I also started Mm -hmm. to learn more about you know, the, for, I think it was around the time you were actually thinking about getting pregnant and just like all the, the different, different phases, basically, that as yes. a woman, you go through with your female hormones. And obviously, we, you know, we have way more hormones than just our female hormones. I think that's what people think about. But even those other hormones shift, you know, in different yes. stages and ages. And so, yeah, talk to us a little bit about hormones, right? So I think most women are familiar with that, but they probably still have an idea of like a certain, you know, conception of like, this is what, what she means when she says that, but what do you mean when you say like hormones will impact women over 40 and 50? 
Yeah, I think I think the biggest challenges are weight for sure when it comes to hormones over forty and uh, over forty, as well as sleep, are, are two big. The two are the biggest challenges women are having, and energy. Those are the three main, I, I guess, challenges for women over forty, and and for a lot of women, it's two out of those three. And you know, when you think about our cycles, you know, call it twenty eight days on average. That's like that's like half that's half your life right so if you're not feeling good and you're not sleeping well or or you're you're feeling kind of irritable or depressed or feeling blue or what have you that's like half of your life and i've always had this feeling that we don't have to suffer and 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 if you're suffering and you've tried different things and it's and and you still are it could be because you haven't tried enough it, you've got to just keep going and figure it out yourself and you got to talk to different practitioners talk to different you know you know women women in your circle what they're going through because i think for a lot of women they feel like they're on this island all by themselves and it's no fun and you know you know we we have this life and you want to live with much vitality energy and fun as much as possible and just because your you know your hormones are out of whack doesn't mean you know life is over um, it sometimes it feels that way but you really just have to persevere and that's the key to overcoming the challenges around hormones I love that because I think, you know, I think when it comes to uh, any stage of a woman's life, particularly, you know, obviously I'm pregnant now, how about to have a kid? I just think there are certain things people say that it's like, oh, it's normal for you to struggle in this way. Oh, it's normal for you like this when you're pregnant or postpartum, which sometimes yes, but sometimes not really. Like, I think there are things I could do that and I have done to really help that process. And it's the same thing here. Like, you know, we just hear people saying it's normal to like dread perimenopause or menopause. It's normal to feel like you're dying and you just want to be like, get past this, which, you know, again, as you're saying it, 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 those things like hot flashes, nights, what's all are part of it, but you don't have to suffer. And I just love that. Um, I don't know if you know, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I just love following her work around hormones as well. And just, just really how she's trying to shift people's mindset around, like, you don't have to struggle this way. Like there are things that you can do that don't always require tons of Medicaid. Like it's just, there's natural things that yes. we need to do and shift. And again, what we were saying, it might be different than when you were in your twenties or thirties. So um, yeah, yeah and, and a go ahead. Yes. And, and a lot of times too, is, you know, the suffering that we go through, you know, during these times, perimenopause, or even before perimenopausal, like, you know, as women in general, a lot of it has to do with lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you want to look at it. Fortunately, because you can, you can make those adjustments, right. That you don't need to go and spend hundreds or thousands of dollars trying to, trying to feel better. You can just make these adjustments. You just got to figure out what the adjustments are and, and, and test it out on yourself. Because a lot of times, um, you know, there, there, uh, there's definitely some main culprits out there that make us feel worse during these times. Right. Versus feeling us, making us feel better for, yeah. Right. Making Yeah. Did that make sense there? Yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> yeah. You did. <laughs> Yeah. So you mentioned those three areas like that women mm -hmm. over 40 or 50 are struggling with weight, sleep and energy. So and you're also saying, like, yes, it's the hormones, but it's there are lifestyle choices. What are some of the things that you have found have helped you or even your clients in those three areas shift their lifestyle habits and choices a bit? Right. I think the biggest one that really cascades into the others is sleep, sleep and rest. You know, we're, we live in this modern society where we're just like, you know, busy and multitasking all day long. 
And, 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 and then, and then at night when we're trying to relax, what are we doing? We're in front of a screen, whether it be TV, Netflix, on your phone, tablets, whatever it may be, that's also impacting our ability to sleep. And when you don't get enough sleep, it's going to affect your whole entire life. You know, it's going to affect how you like, imagine like getting up tired. You wake up, you just had a night's sleep, whether it be, you know, whether you slept through the night or you woke up multiple times in the night, regardless, you wake up tired. That that's going to impact your food choices. That's going to impact your, you know, your, 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 um, your, uh, you, you know, how you deal with people, your patients, right? You know what it's like when you're tired. It's like you have don't have patience for anything, and then it's going to impact, you know, your energy level. Whether you make it, which means your ability to be uh, consistent with your exercise. Right. So I think I think, you know, getting restful sleep is really key and it's something that we can fix right away without having to go see a doctor necessarily. Right. Yeah. So that's also something I think when I've talked to clients and even oil customers in this area, of just like insomnia or like I just can't sleep at this age. And even similar to this, it's a different season, but like in my stage of life, where the young kids, it was like, oh, it's OK that the kids it's like, no we need to get them to sleep and seeing how foundational it is to their development, to my sanity and my development. It's like, oh yeah, no matter what stage of life you are, there might be barriers or obstacles to, to getting good quality sleep as you're saying, but we have to like, just, we have to see that it's still a priority. So what are some of the things that you have found have has worked with um, your clients around this age that has helped with sleep? Right. So I think, um, what time you eat, like your, your last meal, like not going to bed full is a big one. It does, it, it, it's, it's a huge one for a lot of women. When they start eating a little bit less and, and they're not going to bed full, they realize they're actually getting better sleep. And it could be because of what they're eating. It could be because they're less, because they're eating, you know, you're, because your body is due, it doesn't have to spend its time digesting food at night. It's spending its time, you know, repairing and restoring, which is really what the body's supposed to do at, at, at night while we're sleeping. As well, too, it could be because of what you're eating at night. So if you're eating like high flavor foods that have a lot of salt and sugar and, you know, maybe even caffeine, that's going to elevate your heart rate. That's going to make you, you know, it's going to make it harder to sleep for sure. So definitely eating, uh, you know, not to, not to go to bed full, as well as um, getting the brain to settle down. You know how sometimes where you try to sit for five minutes and and then twenty thousand things come firing in your head. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to. <laughs> so getting your brain to calm down. So like things like breath work, meditation. You know, you know, um, turning off your technology, you know, one hour, if not longer before you go to bed is really key, allowing that melatonin to kick in and not your serotonin, you know, allowing your brain to realize that it's nighttime and not daytime with the with the blue with the with the, the, the light coming off or screens. Right. So those types of things are really, really key. But uh, those are my three recommendations. Typically, I start with the sleep. And if they can't sleep, start with the food and see what's what, what they're eating and, um, and what time they're eating and how they're feeling before they go to bed is really where I typically start. That's so good, because that's often things that we we don't think impacted, right? We just think, oh, like, you know, at one point in my life, I can just lay down and go to sleep, but we're not seeing what we're eating, when we're mm -hmm. eating, how much we're eating, maybe even impacting that. And then let's talk about energy, because that's a common one. We were just talking about this before we were recording, just like, 
you know, just that what we've heard a lot, maybe from our clients in this age is just like, I want more energy. And so what are some of the things that um, either some barriers to, to getting, um, to having energy and also some of the things that we can do at this age group to really help with um, consistent vitality and energy. Right. And and I'm going to start with sleep because it kind of crosses over into that energy because when we, when we don't get enough sleep, we make poor, we, we actually make poor, you know, poorer food choices because we're tired. You know, when you wake up tired, like, you know, the, the idea of having a coffee is more enticing, right? Like you want that coffee, you need that caffeine to give you that little kick in the pants to get your day going. And so, so it's really important to get enough sleep because then you start making food. Cause how many, like we've all had those days where you didn't get enough sleep and you wake up exhausted. You're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it's the morning. And, and you start with a coffee, then, then the coffee wears off. So then you want either more coffee or you want sugar or you want carbohydrates, right? And there's nothing wrong with having those things, but if you're relying on those things to give you energy, well, guess what's happening? you're, you're consuming more calories than you probably need because, you know, like when we're tired, you actually get more hungry. <laughs> right? Do you, like I, I've, I've been through it like not that long ago. I didn't sleep well one night and it's like, Ooh, I could really go for a coffee and I only drink coffee twice a week, or I could eat like something carby to give me that your look, your body's looking for energy. So your body's stimulated. It's like, I need something. I need something. So, and, and that's where all those excess calories can come from. And it's fake energy because all it does is spike your in- insulin only to give you that crash and burn only to have you want more of it. Like all of a sudden two o'clock, you're like, Oh my goodness, my, I can't function anymore. <laughs> and you only want more of those things. Right. And this, and this goes on and on and days on end or however long it might last for. And then by the end of the week, you're like, you can't even, you know, put a sentence together. Right. <laughs> so, so I think, I think sleep is number one, two, it's going to fix a lot of your food choices. And, 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 and yeah, exactly those things. Uh, sugar is a huge energy sucker. It just like sucks your energy out of your body. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, sugar comes in all different forms, like, you know, the processed stuff and as well as like, you know, the carby foods and not, not, not to say that there's anything wrong with eating those things. It's just, if that's what you're relying on, then, you know, it's, it's fake energy that you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just love, you know, I think I love this conversation as I hear you saying all this, it's kind of like, I think people know, oh, I need to sleep. I think that people know that like, I shouldn't be eating too much sugar, but it, 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 I think often the why is, is often not placed in the right place. Right. Cause we, we often say, okay, I need to sleep or sugar because I wanted my weight to be a certain way. And again, nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight, but if we start to see what you're painting, the picture is like, it's a, it's a way bigger picture than just your weight. It's like your health, your energy, your well-being. you're, you're wanting to get up each day and feel like you want to get me up each day, you know? And I just love this conversation because I just think, again, we normalize not, it, it, we kind of even put a badge of honor, like, oh, I only slept five hours and I was able to accomplish this. It's like, actually you're hurting yourself in so many ways. And, you know, you talked about the hormones in the beginning. It's like, why, why you're hungry or when you don't sleep It's like, there are hormones that are at play that make you more satisfied when you sleep more that are just like produced at that time. And when you don't get sleep, there's another hormone that says, oh, she's up. So she needs more energy. So she needs more food. And so just realizing that our bodies are actually really well-designed and really smart. And so when we're not giving it what it needs, it's just going to try to survive. And sometimes that means, you know, 
giving you quick fixes of energy, which is the form of sugar, which as we know, causes all that crash. So I just love, I just love what you're saying because it anchors it in something deeper, right? It anchors cutting out sugar or what you only have caffeine twice a week. It's like, it's doing that, not necessarily because it's the way to go about living a whatever life, but because you're choosing to do that because you feel better probably by only having it twice a week, you know? Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's a vicious wheel. So what ends up happening is, is, you know, like we get in this, we get caught in this hamster wheel and, and you keep doing the same thing, expect and, and, and getting angry at yourself or being upset with yourself right. for, or for, you know, for doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting different results. And you're just on this hamster wheel that you can't get off. And, and the thing is, is, you know, the women that I deal with is, you know, we don't focus on weight and we don't focus on food, like counting mm-hmm. calories. We focus on, you know, feeling good. And when you focus on feeling good, the weight just automatically comes off. It becomes a byproduct of, yeah. of, of, of what you're trying to do. Right. So if you're just trying to feel good every day and you automatically get to your ideal body weight, right. Cause mm-hmm. then you learn how to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full, because right. the weight gain isn't the food. It's what's preceding reaching for the food that's yes. causing you to gain the weight, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and make you feel crummy. So you've got to break that cycle somehow. So it's yeah. not about criticizing yourself. It's about questioning yourself and getting curious about your, about your thoughts, feelings, and actions, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So do you have any other suggestions? So obviously like, you're like, okay, well, first of all, let's start prioritizing sleep. Cause that will give us energy that will help our weight. You know, that will help us probably feel more motivated to move. That will probably help us make better food choices other than like really focusing on sleep. What is the next kind of thing that you have found that when women really focus on, it helps with all their other areas of health? Right. You know, I always call them feel good goals. So instead of like number goals on a scale or a measuring tape or what have you, it's like, what's going to make you, what, what decision are you going to make today? That's going to make you feel good in your body. You know, so it's like, okay, uh, is eating, eating uh, fast food, three square meals going to make me feel good today? Mm, no, <laughs> but if I wanted some, a small, a handful of French fries, but I had, you know, I had, um, you know, yogurt and granola and protein shake and salads and what have you for the rest of the day. And I just want a handful of French fries in the evening with my dinner, with my kids and my husband, is that going to make me feel good? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So it's really like a balancing act. It's like mm-hmm. had too much of this, not enough of that. It's like, you know, what's going to make you feel good and yet still feel satisfied. So it's really about right. tuning into your body versus mm-hmm. tuning out, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I think a lot of times when women are unhappy with their bodies, whether it be weight, size or age or whatever it may be, we're not paying attention to ourselves or right? we're, we're tuning out. Right. Because we're like, oh, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to feel my body because I don't like my body. Mm. But yet that's really where you got to start, right? You mm. got to feel and get curious about what's going on. Yeah, You got to get yeah. to know yourself, not just know yourself, but know your body as well, right? Right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And just the idea of not making these goals just because we think we need to be a certain weight or do all this mm-hmm. other stuff, but like what's going to make us feel good. And, and even what I hear you saying, is that it takes, it takes discipline. It takes intentionality. And I think when most people come to the idea of health and wellness and weight loss, we've just been sold from like diet culture, all these things that it can happen in a short amount of time. But as we've seen, probably both of us have experienced, it's that yes, it may happen, but what is going to help you sustain that good feeling or sustain your results over the long haul. Right. And it's asking yourself these questions. It's 
being disciplined and intentionality, but you know, you don't have to do it on your own. That's why like people out there like you or me or tons of other health and wellness coaches have popped up over the last decade who realize how hard it is to actually do this on our own when we're busy, when we just don't want to, you know, when we lack the motivation. And so I think that's the importance of like getting support, wherever that support looks like, whether it's from a coach, yeah. whether it's from a mentor, whether it's an accountability partner. So tell us a little bit more about what you do. I know we were talking about how you do a lot more, um, even group coaching for women, um, uh, that you serve, but tell us, yeah, tell us some more about if people were interested in like working with you in this area, how, what would that look like? Okay. Well, I do offer group training and group coaching, mind you, and I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. So where they can find me, I have a free private group inside Facebook. That's my main platform. I am my Instagram, but that's, I've got a, I've got lots of resource, free resources in there. So it's called fit and fierce over 40. And my name is Amy Tsai, T-S-A-I. So you can find me there. That's the best bet. And um, I usually run, I, I've got some freebies available and I can, I can forward them to you as well. Mm -hmm. And these are just simple tools, like three simple tools to help you kind of like start tuning into your body to, to you know, change habits from the inside out, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's less about, like you said, focusing on numbers and, and it's really for the long haul because life is just a one big journey. Right. And, and it's, and, and if you want to lose the weight for good, it, and, and you're right, it doesn't take a week or two. It's ta it takes months and years. Mm -hmm. And for the clients that I work with, they don't start breaking ground until like they're well into their about fourth or sixth month, mm -hmm. just to, yeah. just to start changing the way they think about themselves and think about, you know, some of the things that they've been doing for years and decades. Right. Yeah. And if you've been doing the same thing for years and decades, it's going to take more than like three weeks, three months or whatever it may be to change. And you've just got to accept that and go, okay, you know what? You got to be able to live your life, have fun and, 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 and change and lose the weight and get to your goal, whatever that may be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll make sure to link your Facebook group and those free resources yeah. below. And I just think there are, you know, there's, again, there's tons of women out there who are trying to help women in these different areas. And I think the thing is, is that we just need to be, again, recognize where our limits, you know, I was just talking to someone today and just saying like, I'm in a season of life where I can do a lot of things on my own, but it, I just need support. And so I'm looking for support here and support here. And I just think as women, we need to normalize that normalize support. Normalize. I agree. It. And so if you need someone to clean your house, if you need someone to help you through, you know, your health, it's like, just go and get that support and stop thinking you have to do it all on your own, or you should know better or be more organized or whatever we, you know, I just think about men. I just think not all men, but there are some men that I know they're like, yeah, totally. Like I just hired someone to help me here. Like, it's just easy. Like, yeah, I know it's an investment, but it's worth it. <laughs> what, <laughs> you know? And so, um, yeah, I just think, you know, reach out to either one of us, if you guys are trying to look for support in this season and, um, go from there. So anything else before we wrap up that you want to just share as a piece of encouragement for women who are over 40 that are trying to get healthy, um, without dieting. Yeah, I think, you know, I think you said it right there is, is reaching out for support. It's like, stop trying to do everything on our own, right? Stop being the superhero. We don't have to be the superhero, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. And the thing about asking for help is it's going to make your life a lot easier yeah. in a lot of different ways. 
you know, you're, you, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get your goal a lot faster. You're gonna get guidance and support. So it's less about throwing darts and hoping for the best. Someone's gonna guide you down that road so you don't veer off. Right. And and um, and I'm all for, you know, I'm all for asking for support. I mean, I I ask for support as the minute I think I need it. It's like, okay, this is what I need. I got to do it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just fumbling around. And yeah. how long have we? How long have women been fumbling around when it comes to their weight and their health and feeling right. good? Right. A long time. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So, so good. So definitely check out Amy's resources and her Facebook group and um, yeah. And just reach out to her or me if you guys are interested in getting support, because as we said, it's like, I think that's what, that's what, I mean, at least in my health journey, that's what made me overcome a lot of things is that I got support and I, we just need to be unashamed and saying that like, I'm struggling. And can you help me? And there are women out there to help you. So thank you so much, Amy, for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. All right. Friend, I loved this episode. I loved just the things that Amy told us to focus on, really focusing on our sleep and our nutrition and just really seeing how they're all so connected, right? And so if you're wanting to be healthy at any age of your life, a lot of her tips would apply, but specifically as your hormones change, as you age, things to change. And it's, we really need to hunker down on some particular areas so please go check out amy and all her resources Um, and then also if you're looking for some support i would love to see if i'm a great fit please book a clarity call an essential oils call um, and just yeah reach out if you're wanting to get some massive support in your health in this season okay i'll talk to you later and i'll see you on the next one Hey everyone, just wanted to send a reminder to you that if you are interested in getting started with essential oils this month, you can win up to three to four different free oils. And well, I think it's three oils. And so if you get started with the Home um, home Essentials Kit from doTERRA, not only are you going to get the 10 top 10 oils that oh, everyone should have in their home and a diffuser, but you will also get the three tropical trio oils, Sunny Citrus, Island Mint, and Citrus Bliss. And so this is such a perfect promotion, such a great set of oils to get started with. But of course, you know, you'll get way more than that. You will get my support. You become a wholesale customer on my team. We'll have a one-on-one consult to really help you figure out how to use these oils well in your everyday life. You get access to my customer Facebook group and trainings and just all that you need to actually use oils in your daily life. All right. And so if you're interested in getting started, whether you're 40 plus or whether you're whoever you are, then this um, kit is for you. So make sure you sign up this month in May so that you can get those free oils. Okay, so I'm gonna link it right in here. Reach out if you have any questions and I hope to support you. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Made Well Women podcast and enjoyed whether it was me and a solo episode or my guest thoughts on really how to help you live a healthy life and to be made well. But before you go, I want to make sure you know you're not alone. These podcasts are meant to be inspirational. They're meant to support you as you're going about your daily life. But where I have found the most transformation is one, one-on-one support, but also community. So make sure you join the Made Women well made well women's health community where you can process this podcast and get support in whatever aspect of a made well journey you're on and also make sure you follow me on instagram because there you're going to also be able to share see behind the scenes um, and just how i own live my own made well woman life all right can't wait to support you can't wait to get to know you more and again thank you so much for listening to this podcast please rate review it let me know how it was for you and the more people that rate and review the podcast the more women that could see it. All right. That's it. Bless you. And I'll see you on the next episode.